0: Welcome to Business Reporters, the future of open banking campaign. I'm Georgie Frost. Open banking is proving to be a game changer for businesses. The free-flowing exchange of consumer financial data can save time and money and offer greater insights into your customers' behavior, keeping you ahead of the competition. But with it also comes privacy and security risks. So for the next four episodes, I'll be taking a closer look at how businesses can realize the potential of open banking without the risk, how the technology is helping to level the playing field for insurance, and what the future of this space looks like. Joining me on this journey is Connor Tiernan, UK and IE lead for Klarna Cosma. Connor, welcome. You say you did open banking before it existed, or Klarna Cosma did. Tell me more about what you do. So
1: Klarna Cosma it was actually launched as a brand early this year. Klarna's an international fintech business that supports shopping, payments. It kind of brings it all together in a really, really nice experience for the end consumer. One portion of the business uh, focuses on connecting to banks through open banking. And then off the back of that, there's new products and solutions that solve uh, various different business problems as a result of that. of Cosma is this open banking brand, this open banking arm. So open banking itself, in essence, is being able to connect to a bank account at the very basic level. That's kind of the foundation. And then out at the back of that, there's maybe two overarching pillars. One being that you can access a customer's banking data. There's a lot of useful value you can get from that. So maybe looking to um, someone's spending habits, looking to their their income, uh, what they've got left at the end of the month. And then on the other side, there's payments. So being able to take a bank payment from a customer. And when we boil it down to that level, we've been doing that since 2005, which long predates open banking. Open banking is a very new term. It's a very hot topic that we kind of hear all over the place. But it, as a result of that, is like we almost kind of helped shape how um, open banking looks today, which is really quite exciting. I mean, before there was this standardized framework where now there's APIs to connect with all these banks, which of course is really nice. It's all technical, or digital. Whereas before that, you had to go and connect directly with each and every bank through your own methods. So, so that's, that's the journey that we've been on ourselves. So we've been seeing that evolution. So that's one aspect. Yes. The experience, um, having the ability to also have fallback connections. That's, that's another brilliant thing that we offer there, but then also at a bank network level, I mean, there's no one bigger than ourselves. So we connect businesses to every bank in the UK, all across Europe, as well as the U S more countries coming in the future. That's quite a lot of countries to actually already cover today anyways. And it's bigger than any other open banking provider as well. What else makes us unique? The fact that we power other open banking providers. So they may use their own licenses, but it's actually our infrastructure in the background.
0: I, I want to just talk to you more about why using open banking is a game changer for online businesses. We all
1: have a card of some sort in our wallet to make a payment, but debit cards, credit cards were never created for the digital world. What open banking now delivers for online businesses is that look, instead of, say, having to solely rely on card payments, there's also a lot of parties involved in a card payment that as an end consumer, you might not realize. You go into Tesco's and you want to buy a bar of chocolate, then actually you only get annoyed when the card machine doesn't work. You don't actually realize that there's somebody that's making the card machine, there's somebody behind the card machine, there's other players you've got mastercard visa operating the scheme so there's a whole host of different players that actually make sure that your payment from your bank account through the card goes the whole way through to the merchant whereas actually what open banking does is it kind of cuts everyone out of the middle and it's just directly from you as the customer directly to the merchant so it just makes it so nice and simple digital first and actually you can just use your phone to make the payments it's made for the digital world which is really nice
0: well, I want to talk about the opportunities before we delve more into the risk, because there are some of those, but just explaining what ways you can get better insights into your customers that you can save money and time through open banking as a business.
1: Maybe think about other ways that you can get insights into customers. So say everyone these days has a, has a credit profile of some sort, but then in order for something that you do to show up in your credit profile there can be a bit of a lag. So say you take out a new credit card, it could be four to six weeks, maybe eight weeks before that shows up on your credit profile. Whereas actually by you being able to, to link your new credit card or your new bank account directly to say an application that you're doing, that information is fed directly in. So there's no there's no lag there. So, so that's, that's really nice and being able to get a real-time view uh, of a particular customer. And what I mean by real-time view is that in order for a customer to connect their bank over open banking, they have to go through what's called a regulated third-party provider. So you have to have an appropriate open banking license in order to enable businesses to to allow their customers to share their banking data. But then the benefits do come through, through quite quickly. So then customers can Let you see what they spend on a monthly basis so their incomings their outgoings you can see what their income is what they've got left at the month what they've actually got available to spend and then suddenly from that you can start kind of spinning up new scenarios and new possibilities so the idea that okay look based on your availability we can actually plug that into our affordability checking system actually we can actually just use that predominantly for our affordability checks because we see how you're spending trends in the past and then you can start forecasting it forwards so it means that you get real-time view on how a customer is spending. You can kind of plug that into your own processes and systems. So then, yeah, you could, for example, you could really kind of speed up application, application times and get to uh, a quicker outcome.
0: So those are the pros. You've touched on some cons. Let's, let's go into much more detail about that. What are the risks and therefore how can we mitigate them?
1: I guess one risk would be consumer trust. And actually that also filters through as so okay, maybe the risk also being adoption, but kind of focused on trust initially. It's like up till now, we've been told, don't share your account details with anyone. Don't don't share what you do uh, in terms of kind of payments with, with anyone, whereas actually now the message that we're trying to give is, okay, look, by you sharing your information, actually it will be to your benefit. But I guess it's kind of looking to spin that on its head. So the idea that, okay, look, I I don't really kind of trust this new payment method, for example. But then actually the way that you're going through that process is actually you're going through, let's say bank grade security in order to make that payment because you're having to log into your banking app as you would anyway. So there's nothing that you have to share that. And then on the other side, it's not that you're sharing your bank information with other businesses. It's more that it's putting you as a consumer back in control. You can decide, okay, look, what am I going to get out of this if I do, say, share it with this particular insurance business for signing up to a new policy that I'm that I'm looking to get? Oh, wait, hang on. If I connect my bank account, I get a better monthly premium. It drops the premium down because they understand more about me. So the trust side is quite interesting. I guess the, another aspect is something that we're still working through as an industry is consumer protection. You've got the direct debit guarantee. Section 75 on credit cards, you've got chargebacks for different debit card purchases. So as a consumer, you've got protection when you use these other payment methods. We don't have that replicated within the open banking ecosystem just yet. So that's that's something that we're we're working towards as an industry, how we can get there. But there's clear opportunities and everyone's everyone's just kind of working together to understand okay how how's best to implement something like that.
0: I know your focus is on UK and Ireland, but Widen this out a little bit. Why do you think certain countries, regions, have adopted this faster than than others?
1: When you look at other countries across Europe, I mean, when you look at Germany, one of the most common ways to pay is through Sofort, which is a bank to bank, account to account payment. Sofort, as it happens, is also part of Klarna, but that's a bank to bank payment. That's an account to account payment. Also in the Netherlands, ideal again is an account-to-account payment. Up in Sweden, uh, you've got Swish, so again account-to-account payment. So, so in terms of actually paying directly from your bank, it's already established. So actually, in one sense, Europe is further ahead. On the other side, UK has, I guess, a, a smaller number of banks compared to Europe, and actually the UK is just uh, it's, it's just kind of one one grouping of countries, and so it's very easy to connect to all the banks there, whereas in Europe. Just because you can connect to the banks in france it doesn't mean you're automatically connected to the banks in germany so there's a lot more that you have to do and actually being going and trying to connect to all of them yourself is timely and it takes a lot of engineering time to then kind of maintain that so that's something that we're well aware of and it's something that we we do ourselves like we we maintain all these connections ourselves and we we enable them for others we just take care of that so you can go and focus on doing whatever your business does, whether that's kind of selling online or it's you're a new lender or you're another little fintech or startup. So you go focus on your business and yeah, we'll we'll take care of all the open banking bits in the background.
0: Finally then walk me through the journey of how a business might use open banking.
1: Well actually I can do it in relation to Klarna, because of the size of Klarna, how Klarna uses Klarna Cosma to get access to open banking and how that actually touches every single step of the customer journey is quite nice to just kind of set the picture. So look, you're a new new customer. First of all, you need to just check your bank account, being able to easily link your bank account. Okay, done. That's very easy. That's over open banking, nicely connected. Then actually suddenly it's like, it's like peeling back the layers of the onion in terms of, okay, what you can do beyond that. So then being able to set up a direct debit mandate So again, from the data that you've got, you can easily set that up. Then you can start looking at what's that person's income, what's their outgoings, and then suddenly plugging that into the affordability check, using it towards the credit risk assessment. So in terms of enhancing underwriting and speeding up that onboarding process, there isn't a number in terms of how much we speed it up, um, but it's incredibly useful. Uh, And then kind of beyond that, being able to run ongoing affordability checks as well okay, look, they've now got more available or less available. So maybe we need to just kind of amend um, what their spending power is. And then just to kind of top it all off that they can yeah, make payments through open banking as well. So when they get to, as a user of Klarna, say when they get to the checkout and choose to pay now, pay by bank is there. That's just quite a nice way of like the whole life cycle of how a particular customer might use open banking and how business benefits from it as well.
0: Anna Tiernan, UK and IE lead for Cosma. Thank you.